You are now tuned into On a Tuesday, the podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Aaron. Thanks for joining me as I share my perspectives on life, art, love, and everything in between. I hope to leave you better than I found you. Welcome to my passion. Let's talk about it. Today on the podcast, we have Justin. Introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? Uh, I'm Justin Coleman. Uh, I just be around. Kim asked me to come help, so I am here. Hopefully, um, y'all find something beneficial out of this. He just be around. Psych. He's a performing poet. I'm really not. What else? Talk about a leadership journey. I'll be chilling, man. Um, so I'm part of founder, owner of A Leadership Journey, which brings high school students from their respective communities to Africa, um, basically just to help them understand what they possess within themselves, understand it's okay to be a leader, to be different. Um, and we just interact with the culture over there, um, see something new, great experience. So when he says he just be out here, that's what he means. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be chilling, man. So today, today we want to dive into the Love Letter series, Relationship P's and Q's. We're talking about what men want. And obviously that's loaded because different men want different things and then there are the vast majority who don't know what they want and i feel like those are the ones that kind of project that oh women never know what they want to eat no correction females never know what they want to eat it ain't all that when men are simple simple in a lot of ways that when you piece them together they become a rubik's cube of foolishness sometimes sometimes some of them not all of them Let's, I'm, I'm gonna keep saying that because I'm not trying to get called out. Right, right, right. <laughs> but um. But I do. I'll be the male representation for this. So. But you got you you gotta call it like you see it. You you gotta let them know, even even outside of like reprimand. Just let like let them know what's real. Of course. Have you? I, sh- I actually probably should have prepped you with this, but have you read um? What's his name? Devon Franklin's book, The Truth About Men. I haven't. I wanted to bring that and I completely forgot, but I read it and it was very interesting. I had a conversation with a girl I know about, um, he referenced the dog a lot in the book. Mm -hmm. And um, it was interesting. Um, A girl, I'm not sure to what extent she was uncomfortable with that. It was kind of uncomfortable initially, but realizing that he wasn't calling men dogs, he was calling that animalistic nature that a lot of men adhere to without any any checks and balancing from logic and, you know, intention and things like that. And um, so he referenced the dog a lot and it was... It was for both men and women. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, kind of trying to help women understand how some men are. Mm -hmm. And um, just so, like, you know, in their relationships, they'll know how to better 
function and what to expect and what they need to stand their ground on and things like that and then so men who wanted to be better than that could actually know that okay it's not 100 percent your fault but you gotta you gotta rein it in you gotta so you're saying he took the an extension of a steve harvey approach yes <laughs> yes um i didn't even fully read because I, I remember i started reading um what was steve harvey's book called think like a man yes that, i started reading that and um yeah Mm, it was was interesting Mm. to say the least but um like even with the the movie like it it was it was kind of just telling how it is Mm -hmm. um devon franklin's approach was telling how it is to a you know in a in a deeper way and then like having the the spiritual components to it and breaking it down that way and how how you can be better than that and so that i think that's why i was able to read it it took a (laughs) while it took a while because you know reading it as a woman it's just like yeah yeah this is true and then you know seeing the breakdown of it and it's just like remembering all the situations that i've ever been in with a guy where it's like you notice that you notice these traits you notice the manipulation behind it and when you went to call it out even for your own benefit even saying you know what i can't be around this i can't talk to you i can't be with you because this is what i'm noticing and this doesn't work for me like i get that you're going through something and whatever you need you need help but i can't be that kind of help for you because you don't let me in in that kind of way and i don't know how much help i could be anyway but then the manipulation that you know still try to pull you into the to the rubbish even though you knew and so seeing all of that I was just like oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean that's, a, that's just a natural thing and just even if just for black men we're still trying to find a way to find that safe space to express emotions because when you think about it we don't even have that um <clears throat> open space for us to be vulnerable in the public eye and be comfortable expressing our emotions without judgment okay so touching on that point about um safe space who do you feel should be the one to create that safe space um it's it's a it's a balance because when you when you think of safe spaces like think about this room like Mm -hmm. it's open to whoever's uh, willing to come in mm-hmm. so when you're willing to come in say you're the first person in the room you're allowing somebody else to come in you know you're accepting their energy and they're accepting your energies and then you'll maybe somebody else wants to come in so now there's two people in there accepting another person's energy so you have all these energies within this space so it should be it should be a collective effort okay I'm um, going back to um, Devon Franklin, I believe this, yeah, this this excerpt is actually from the book, um, The Truth About Men. He says, men aren't helpless, but men do need help. And it's not women's responsibility to provide it. It's men's responsibility to help each other tap into the love within, create a safe space. Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay, because there was this thing going around, <laughs> and we discussed this a little bit before. But um, there was this post. It looked it, it was from Facebook. A guy says, "Be the woman that'll help fill out job applications. The woman that'll help open up a bank account just to save and get him on his feet. The woman that'll teach him right from wrong. The woman, the woman that 
will plan things just to keep him out the streets. The woman that'll keep him from nothing to, that'll help him go from nothing to something. The woman that'll motivate him and make sure his head is always on straight. Be the woman that's down through it all. And there was a lot of buzz about (laughs) that. A lot. And rightfully so, because there are, first and foremost, a lot of men who agree with that. There are a lot of even women who agree with that. Mm-hmm. And then there are women and men who look like side eye people who say things like that. Like, dog, that's your mom. Like, right. and I during the whole period that this conversation was being had, something that kept popping up is that in my mind at least, is that a lot of men don't have mothers that are in their lives like that. And some of the ones that do, their mothers aren't an example of that nurturing that they would want or need. Need for sure, but also want because they know that it's a thing. Like, mm-hmm. And so having it be said, oh, that's, your, that's what your mom's for, there's automatically that, okay, but what if his mom wasn't around? But then it doesn't take away from the fact that it's not a woman's job to be your significant other and raise you simultaneously. All right. Um, that just gives me two two points. First, just as a man, you got to have standards for yourself. Um, it, it's like, of course, everybody needs help. But there's just certain things like you just got to stand on, put your put your shoes on, stand up, ten toes down and be that leader Mm -hmm. that you're naturally made to be. And then the second thing is like it's it's ideal that when you're looking for somebody, you want somebody to build with. So Mm -hmm. just think about it as like a think about it as like a a corporation. Like. Yeah, think about it as like a corporation. So pretty much it's you're looking for somebody that you want to build a successful business with or a successful corporation with. So, yeah, you want somebody to step in and, you know, help you with the business plan, help you with investments, help you with the back office work. But they can't do everything. Mm -hmm. Somebody got to be the CEO. So that's how I think about it. And um, to your point before about being a leader, I think I think there's so much to say about that because, again, another um, viral piece of content that came about recently was Fantasia, her Breakfast Club interview. And I didn't watch the whole interview, so I wasn't like I'm not inclined to speak a full like full opinion on what she said and whether she was right or wrong or you know too obtuse or whatever in what she said but the conversation came out about submitting so the concept of a man being a leader like having very little like the guy who you know posted that facebook post seems to have like as far as like him in and of himself it's not saying that it's problematic to not be fully developed it's problematic when you're not fully developed and you want someone to come in and basically subsidize everything that you aren't but aren't willing to take initiative to be on your own so being a leader it's not it's not just about having people to lead like if you want to be a leader you don't have to actually be leading anybody like off rip it there there are different ways to learn those qualities of being a leader before you actually take on the responsibility of leading people Mm -hmm. and so that's i think that's what i get from it that 
like you don't even like and specific to him and whoever like you know kind of feels the same way where you don't take on the initiative to develop yourself you're looking for a significant other not even just help period Mm -hmm. you're not saying i need i need the i need some bros around me who can help me develop as a man and like you know like who inspire me to it's not that it's specifically asking for a woman to create things to help you stay out the streets that's saying to me you want to be out the streets but you don't have the will to stay out the streets so you need a woman to inspire you to stay out the streets which again i can't i can't like you know people are raised in different ways um everybody has a different capacity you know mentally emotionally all of that so i can't knock it but you're you're saying to me you want a woman to put her life on everything that she's doing on pause Mm -hmm. to raise you up because there's only so much inspiring that you can look for or that somebody could get you like i'm even for me and myself i don't need no more inspiration i need discipline so that's how i'm feeling about it (laughs) Like we we really don't need that much more inspiration. We need discipline. <laughs> yes. So that's, And that's with anybody. That's not just with men, that's with anybody because like we were just having the conversation where I said like inspiration, motivation, that stuff is just like food. At some point you get full and you can't absorb anymore. Right, right. So at some point you have to actually use what you've gotten before exactly. you can take in anymore. So like and it's it's if if it was the kind of conversation that said you know this is what i want to do with my life i need someone that can you know match that mm-hmm. i have no qualms with that I, there is nothing wrong with that you know because when you're when you're moving a certain way you need everything around you to to help that to and, and not even help it in a do it for me kind of way you need to have that that inspiration that motivation around in case you do need to you know fill up again because there's levels like i've seen it and um where, where i first got this idea was um the seven habits of highly effective people mm-hmm. in all relationships there's like three levels of the type of person that's coming in there's the dependent mm-hmm. the independent and the interdependent mm-hmm. so with the dependent obviously you need help you, you're leaning on that person or that other half of the relationship to get things done the independent they know how to do it but they don't know how to kind of bring along the person that's kind of like lower level mm-hmm. and in in the most effective relationships is are when two people that are interdependent come together mm-hmm. so they're able there's points where some person um where they lack the other person steps in vice versa um when they're both strong it's even better like so there's there's levels to this stuff and that's something that i've like that's been a concept for me for a while there's a bunch of people talking about 50 50 relationships and that's the standard so i don't the the standard as far as what we've been hearing growing up so i don't think it's even something that a lot of people think about but i don't want 50 50 i want 100 100 i exactly. want to bring 100 i want somebody to bring 100 so if i'm feeling like 50 one day we're, we're still above water right and so i think a lot of these even the functional relationships that are 50 50 you have moments where they're on the rocks for real because they've only been putting in 50 mm-hmm. like and i think 
I don't know what people look for in terms of relationships, but I think there are a lot of people dating just to date. And it's not to say everybody's goal should be marriage. Some people aren't cut out for that. Some people are more of the life partnership type of people. And I don't knock that because right. as far as marriage goes, like, why does the government have to be involved? That's another story. That's a, yeah. but, <laughs> it's a business, but, but whatever. Essentially. So if you are... If you are in a relationship and your goal isn't to be one with that person in some way, not even specific to marriage, what are you what what are you really doing? So if you can be in a relationship with someone and then they make you mad, so you start spiting them and vice versa, like what is that about? Because at the end of the day, you doing something to hurt that person emotionally or whatever, it's coming back to you. So you're hurting yourself. And if you can do something like that to your partner and feel nothing, then that's not really a, that's not a partnership. Think about think it think about it in the context of a business. If you have a business partnership and you do something that hurts the business, you know you're trying to hurt your business partner. You're in that business too, so it's going to affect you. All right. So if that's not you know even down to the most practical, logical, non-emotional relationships, there's still some kind of blowback that's going to happen to you if you're not thinking about the well-being of that person. And so I guess it, it literally boils down to what you know what what people think a relationship is what their end goal for the relationship is what they're looking for in a spouse and what they're looking for in themselves to give to that that significant other because that's it's it's give and take but a lot of people a lot of people go into not even just relationships friendships thinking about what that person can do for them right but not enough about what they add to somebody and i realized that because i realized that i was the person always looking like if i don't feel even on a friendship level if i don't feel like i can add to your life in any way i'm not going to try to be up in your space if even if i can learn from you i'd rather try to learn from you from a distance than be up in your space and not contribute anything to you and then i realized not everybody thought like that the easy solution is service how can you serve how can i serve you with you know just not being so um selfish for lack of better words yeah and that brings me to another point there's been we're definitely gonna jump back into the concept of submission because i didn't really touch on what i wanted to with that mm-hmm. but um there's been this thing that I, I see it so often on facebook and it's just like <laughs> jesus christ why who should get served first the husband or the children and for the fact that something like food, which is a necessity, has become so trivial, my answer is whoever is the hungriest. I mean, can we even can we get to the how did we get there? Exactly. <laughs> we ain't even talking about dating. We just automatically everybody's married. So it's just husband or shit. Like, come on. man. But, and the, the thing about it is so I've been seeing like and I see a lot of real stuff that I don't even say anything about because I know I like I don't want to get into conversations with it because the people who lock into the conversations are often very ignorant. And I'm not uh, I'm not really with the Facebook arguments, right, the right, Facebook right. words. So um there was first this post that I saw that said husbands are the head of the house not boyfriends (laughs) and then that was kind of like a moment Mm -hmm. but going back to this you know who should be served first there's a lot of boyfriends a lot of people who aren't even they don't even have a title because you know they just kind of want to feel things out i mean we gotta tell the truth it's just a bunch of situationships around here yes so it's like how are you demanding respect how are you demanding a place 
that you aren't even deserving of in your actions, in your intentions. Second, when when did it shift? When when is it that leaders demand respect versus proving that they deserve it? When were like the head head of the household sitting at the table not contributing anything and oh, I need to be served first. I from what I was raised to believe leaders led from the back. Like, you know, you, you I mean, I've always had that. I think that's that might be a flow of me, too, because like anytime I go into like some type of new arena, like let's say it's a new job. All right, cool. We got a manager, you know, whatever, higher up executives. The rebel in me, I'm just looking at it like, all right, you got this title, but um, what what have you done? Oh no, I'm the same way. Yeah, so like you got you got to show me why you're the point person that everybody got to go to, not mm-hmm. just because you're friendly. Like, what type of work are you doing mm-hmm. day in and day out? And then that's where you get my respect as an employee. Then it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. So that's the same thing. Yeah, and it's just like, I feel like the job of a leader is to serve. Right. So think back to back in the day when like wars were fought on the backs of horses and you had the, the, the general or whoever leading, they, wh- whoever was king was in front on their horse in front leading that war. Right. Whereas now something happens in the United States and the president is underground being h- hidden somewhere. Can't find him. And it's like. <laughs> you are not the only person in this world capable of doing this job. You probably aren't even suited for the job, but yet still your life supposedly matters more to where real things are happening more than likely because of something you did or said or didn't do. And your life is the one that's preserved (laughs) versus you going out and backing up what the hell ever you said or did to get us in this situation in the first place. It's so shifted. Right. And... It's this. It's the very same with the family. The head of the house is this, like sought after title. Mm-hmm. But don't nobody want to do what it takes to actually like. Nobody wants to serve. Everybody want to be the leader, so it's it's time to be the leader. And it's just like how, like, if this family was, <laughs> if something happened and this family was in danger, what qualifies you as the head of the house to, like, what would you do in that situation? How All are right. you serving them? How are you helping them? How are you protecting them? Right. You got a lot of N words out here that incapable of helping or protecting or serving themselves, but they want to go tell a woman and her kids what to do. How? And that just goes back to as men, we just got to have our own standards and we got to stand on those consistently. And it's definitely not just the men, obviously. It's the women, too, because some women are more concerned with being with someone than being with the right one. Or they're more concerned about finding the right one than being the right one. Because I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of situations where there are decent enough men that are with women who don't emphasize the decency. They don't they don't inspire them to be good to them because they're, you know, either just super selfish or, you know, just any list of just horrible qualities and it, and it, it, it goes both ways so it, it's not just the men to be blamed and it's not just the women but then back to this concept of submitting there's I, I've, I've seen so much like I, I don't I don't remember exactly what Fantasia said and I know that there was explanations on top of explanations as to what she meant mm-hmm. but it kind of came out from what i from what i recall it kind of came out that 
the reason why y'all single is because y'all can't submit. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it came out. Even even though like the ex like her and her husband they had a whole video where they explained and it made sense that way right it, you know there's still like you know perspective based differences that yeah, yeah, i wasn't 100 yeah. percent for but it made more sense in the way that he broke it down than what she said and i think there's so so much issue with that for the fact that she came out and said it the way she did and you know had her explanation wasn't sufficient mm-hmm. in 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 the moment so saying at all y'all can't submit that's why y'all single first of all that's making it seem like there's something wrong with being single what if you know you can't submit and you don't want to even try to go there so you're single that's trying that it just it paints a bad picture what are you submitting to exactly so because that's that's the thing like you got first we got to find out what how how are we defining submission in the relationship role um what what i've understood is like you're not just submitting um to the person but it's like to that person's spirit to the if that person is mm-hmm. um a faith of religious um background you're submitting to the god in that person mm-hmm. and if if they show that if they're not showing that you need to run fast exactly but that's that's how i've understood submission so i think it's dangerous to even say what she said without no it's dangerous to say it like that period it's mm-hmm. not y'all single because y'all can't submit right because that's not the only reason right because i i I have this conversation so often where it's just like i feel like the like generally a woman would be happy to if what was being presented to her was in her best interest especially for the fact that a lot lot of women submit to things that they know aren't in their best interest so if if they can submit to stuff that you know is not suited for them Imagine if someone was bringing them everything that they wanted and needed. It'd be easy. <laughs> and so I don't think the issue with women being single is that they can't submit. It's right. that they have not seen enough examples of what they should or could or would want to submit to. And so they're not buying it. Right. Like and- we've seen, you know, the Obamas. You hear dudes talk about they want a Michelle and all her qualities and what but she showed but, but what you doing well. right what you doing to be Obama <laughs> Barack, bro. then they're not yeah. they just want that support they want the it's the idea of support it's the idea of someone being down for them having their back through whatever they want to do except they don't care about how that ties into what that person that they're looking for that support from mm-hmm. wants mm-hmm. and it's super self like and it all goes back to you can you can way too many of these scenarios where <laughs> you like a woman would have a guy like try to talk to her like on the street or wherever mm-hmm. and she's not interested mm-hmm. and then he takes that I guess it could be considered rejection no matter how it's said it's rejection but it's not it's not always intended to be like you know that super acidic that nefarious oh i'm trying to crush your spirit type of rejection so when they can take that simple oh no i'm I'm okay thank you type of you know just saying no as oh f you anyway and stuff like that it's like i'm saying no because i don't think you have what 
I need or straight up not interested in the moment, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You clearly don't care about what I know that I need or what I want because you think that I'm supposed to give you a chance despite the fact that I don't think that you're right. I mean, once again, like the climate out here, it's a lot of insecurities and baggage. So when when I know for me, I don't like rejection a lot, but when a dude get rejected, that could be a play on his insecurity. So you don't have to take it how he's expressing it, but that's him expressing against that insecurity of rejection. Oh, for sure. But it's like if you're not if you're not secure enough for a no, why ask a question? Because that's a there's a fifty percent chance of no in every yes or no question you ask. That's true too. Like, so if you know you cannot take a no, why ask to begin with? shoot or shoot and this goes back to the <laughs> shot shooting like dudes are like at half court like chucking li- it like essentially chucking <laughs> it and thinking like and then getting mad like that's like you ever seen a dude run up on the the, the basketball or the net like cussing it out for like them not making their shot no <laughs> they, right. they look just as stupid when they do that to women hey, it's man. not <laughs> the way thing the way some of these relationships I'm not mad at dudes just shooting their shot cause it's a lot of uneven even unbalanced it is but it's like it all comes down to quality of life right. think about it this way I and I think about this a lot like any t- anytime anybody and I don't think I honestly I do not care enough there there are certain people who like you know those wild shots like there's no way dude there's absolutely no way and I'm not gonna put it like that because I'm not trying to hurt your feelings but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather avoid you completely or ignore you than say something that's gonna trigger you because you are clearly one of those men who you know you probably try to stalk me because I'm telling you no like I've, right. I've had that right. grown grown men too mm-hmm. it's weird but um <laughs> it's just like any any suitable potentially suitable person that shows any interest it's 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 almost like driving mm-hmm. you're driving and you know you you can take this path you can take that path you could you know where will this take me this is how i think of it like you know it's a decision right. locking into one person and it doesn't it's not necessarily like let's say you have three great options they're gonna take you three different very different spaces and it's not to say good or bad but it's gonna take you in a different space and it it requires you to know in what direction you're willing to go like who fits the direction that you want for yourself most Mm -hmm. so and this is not even this has nothing to do with those really 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 bad options those you know this is not even an option why are you talking to me why are you looking my way type of guys this is you know the better ones so even in that even knowing that three great options can give you three completely different lifestyles why would why would the men that have nothing to do like nothing good to offer you why would they even be an option like I don't even want to talk to you on the phone like I don't even (laughs) want you in my email address dude I don't want to communicate with you at all you have nothing for me look man when you got nothing to lose you dangerous exactly and it's, (laughs) it's sad because there's so much violence against women who turn down it's like you know there's all there's this long-standing joke about women not knowing what they want and you know not even just like as it pertains to food but just women just not knowing what they want Mm -hmm. and then 
you find a woman who knows what she wants and you just happen to not be it and then there's violence right like women like young girls have been shot and killed by older men for right. saying no yeah. first of all you're not supposed to be looking at her you pervert she's a child yeah that's trash and then you have women with be having acid thrown on them for rejecting a man and just so many different acts of violence against a woman for literally having a choice and making it. And so that's what honestly, that's why I take this stuff seriously when, you know, you have somebody even even like I can always laugh at it in retrospect, but in the moments when it's happening, it's just like dog get cut if you want to. Like, right. Just, you know, dudes acting a little bit too too clingy or you know just following me around the stores like i've had so many instances where it's just like yo what is this about right. like why can you not take my disinterest in you and move on and even dudes like we gotta do better checking dudes and checking checking our friends in those situations I mean given that sometimes it happens it's a one on one thing but dudes shouldn't even be comfortable having um, any type of friendship with that type of energy knowing that that person acts like that like that gotta be checked straight up and that's what it has to come down to I mean like I know for me I'm not comfortable having friendships with women who just aren't good people Right. One, I don't want that reflecting on me. I try hard to be the best person I can be, and I don't want some shady, just less than reputable woman making like you know making me feel like I'm not trying or like I'm not like like I'm just like that. Right. So if I like if I'm a watch, if I'm a watch who I'm gonna be around in that regard, I'm, even even men, I can't have friends. Like, I know it It used to be a thing, and I've seen it a lot, where I'd have guy friends who I'd know that they were cheating on their girlfriends. Mm -hmm. But in the back of my mind, it was like, well, it ain't me, so. Right. And then I got to a place where it was just, it doesn't matter. It right. doesn't matter if I'm not the one being hurt by your actions. Me being friends with you condones your actions right. in my head. Even if it's, even if it, in my head is all that it matters, I cannot do it. So right. if you are that kind of guy who would act with anything short of integrity for any woman mm -hmm. i can't i can't be cool with you exactly. like i can't moral of the story check your friends it, it's essential <laughs> it is it is so necessary <laughs> there, there definitely needs to be more accountability where that's concerned 100 percent. but um so bringing it back to what men want let's get the uh, people what they want obviously <laughs> we're not talking about the men who throw acid or shoot women or say stupidness like well you a bitch anyway or <laughs> you ain't got no ass anyway i've actually got that i'm just hey, like man. okay cool but we already established that i ain't want you so <laughs> that's right. null and void dude like where are we going with they this they gave you a parting gift <laughs> <laughs> But there are there are more reasonable men who who have a right to you know put out there like you know in any capacity like you know express what they want mm -hmm. because they have something to offer and by having things to offer I don't mean money because obviously obviously what you do for money what you know that plays a role in 
like the structure of a relationship or a family in itself right. but it's beyond that All it's right. like what do you offer in terms of security like are you the kind of man who would make a woman feel like she is absolutely nothing or are you you know because of your own insecurities or are you the type to you know always keep that line of communication open and try to figure out and try to actually connect right. and comprehend because that's the other half of communication and you know i feel like it's guys like that who deserve to speak on the subject there's a lot of conversation happening on the subject but it's never really from the ones who have a right to say something so <laughs> with lacking qualifications <laughs> like you got to be you got to be you have you have to have this amount of integrity to say words and they don't so mm. we don't we don't care about what they want right. so on a, from a, from the perspective of a man who is who clearly has enough integrity to stand back <laughs> because you don't you know for whatever reasons why you stay single you have enough integrity to not be trying to approach women when you don't feel ready for it right. that says a lot and it's strange because it's so simple but people don't get it like if you're not ready like I know people who aren't ready but they want to, to it's just like <sighs> no continue (laughs) i'm not getting into that no i feel you but so from from that perspective of a person who you know you you feel comfortable enough to take your time what what do you want what do men like you or you know Um, with your state of mind what's that like like i said we me i know me i'm simple um and I've been, I, I've thought about it a little bit since you uh, presented it to me, so mm-hmm. I'll break it down to like some points. Okay. Um, I actually wrote them down. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Or, yes. Prepared. So no, I know, right? See, that's why you got to do pre-production. Okay. You got to let I, me know. I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, so one thing is um, self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Definitely looking for self-awareness from a woman. Um, just like knowing who you are um, when I meet you, knowing you know what triggers you, mm-hmm. what you're not gonna tolerate, what you are gonna tolerate, um, things like that. Um, knowing that you can improve, knowing that you're not this perfect ideal person, but I'm not mad at that, but I just know we're gonna grow together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, very important. Okay. Um, Definitely want you to have your own friends in your own life, cause I've seen that a whole lot. Like, you'll get I'll I'll get into a relationship and I'm finding that the girl is like clinging mm. onto the stuff that I like, and she don't I she doesn't really like it. But just for the sake of the relationship, yeah. she just gonna tag along. She gonna follow it. Um, like I like sports a lot. Mm-hmm. There's not that there's there's women that like sports, of course, um, but it's not like a typical thing. Yeah. So they'll let you know after the relationships over, like I didn't even like basketball that much. But you watched <laughs> like, bro, why didn't you say anything? I, we could have avoided a lot of wasted time. So that's very important. But well, speaking to that point, um, I saw I think it was Michelle Obama. There was a post that she said that it's important as a woman to be more than somebody's wife, mm-hmm. and. I think it's dangerous that women kind of are 
raised that way. They're oh. cultivated to be nurturers, which is not the nurturing is not the problem, but there's no balance. There's no, you know, instructions with that. So right. yes, nurturing, but also self-preservation, yes. you know, nurturing, but also self-awareness, nurturing, but also building up something of your own. And I, I've had so many friendships where and I always look like I hate being the one to say it because I always look like the bitter one but it's never from a place of bitterness because I choose to be single and then I have homegirls who are kind of just absorbed with their relationships and I'm like yo cool but also let's get this work done and I always oh you ain't got a man so and I'm cool with that but then when y'all break up and then you have nothing to show for it because you were just his support system the whole time then it's like oh she made sense so I don't I don't tell people that anymore because I'm not like I don't and it's not that I care what they say Mm -hmm. it's just that I'm not even gonna go there I'm not even gonna give you the 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 standing to say anything about that I'm just gonna lead by example. Right. I'm gonna be the person who's about something, and then when you see that I'm in a relationship that's solid because I have my own, you know, just my own life, like I am fulfilled outside of that. Mm-hmm. Like no matter which way that relationship goes, I'm still gonna be a whole, per- like a whole person. Yes. I'm still going to be 100% outside of that relationship. Right. That's when it'll click. Exactly. So that's and it's good to hear that from a guy because when it comes from us women, it's kind of just like. <laughs> I hope that you were able to receive some new insight from today's segment, some inspiration, a little bit of comfort, or even just a glimpse into a new perspective. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be loved and be loved.